Shalom. Aloha. Welcome to the Man Dog Pod. It's the Improv and Conversation Podcast with me, Dan Lippert, and my co-host, Ryan Rosenberg. Hi, Ryan. Hey, Dan. How you doing, bud? I'm good. I'm I'm good. good. I'm good. Good. Yeah. Are you sure? I'm good. I'm, uh, I've been running around for, for a couple days, mm-hmm. and it's nice to just be sitting and doing this. This is easier than running around. This is nice. I also have been running around. I did my little exercise this morning, and I'm excited to just be in a chair. That's know? nice. Mm-hmm. I've been alternating a lot between the feeling of like, man, I, I keep gaining weight, and I wonder which fast food place I'm going to have for dinner. <laughs> and I haven't like connected the thoughts, but that's right. Been, I, I would like to get those walks and all that. Well, then it sounds like you just had a watershed moment. You just connected them. I did. You now yeah. totally get it. Everything's better now. You probably There's won't no... have fast food for the rest of the month. We only got six days left. <laughs> that, well, okay, manageable. So I might. Um, for those of you here for the first time, let's get the business out of the way. You're listening to this free, possibly, uh, wherever you get podcasts. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, it's patreon.com backslash, or just a regular slash. I got yelled at for that. Patreon.com slash you're the man now, dog. <laughs> we have extended versions of all the episodes, video of the episodes, and um, two-man episodes with Ryan and I that we do weekly. So there's a lot of content on there, and now two years worth, which is crazy. That's right. Um, but that's that, and why don't we bring our guests on? What do you think? I would love to, absolutely. Okay. Um, well, starting on underneath me on my screen, our guest is Lennon Parham. Hi, Lennon. Hi. Hi. How is everyone? <laughs> We're good. Thank you for being here, Lennon. Oh, it's my pleasure. Of course, you know, Lennon, from all over your television screen, your podcast speakers, all kinds of stuff. She's a hilarious comedian that we first met from the UCB Theater, uh, and she's Mm -hmm, kind enough mm -hmm. to be here to improvise with us. It's my pleasure. (laughs) That was was an NPR delivery. (laughs) I liked that. Um, And next to Lennon, uh, under Ryan on my screen, Tony Rodriguez. Hi, Tony. Hello. How are we all doing today? Oh, wow. <laughs> you said it so quiet. Your mic didn't even pick it up. Yeah, the whole barely. Yeah. Can you hear me though? You can hear me though, right? Can you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just barely. This is great for podcasting, right? <laughs> this this level. Just barely. Do either of you yeah. listen to ASMR? No, no. <laughs> I've heard it. You said it like it was uh, something to be ashamed of. No, bit. no, just <laughs> not my bit. thing. Mm-hmm. I will not ASMR shame, but it's just not my bag. That's you fine. Know? Yeah. <laughs> Same. I, we might have talked about this before, but people people say they get a tingle in their brain when they hear certain sounds, and that's like what mm-hmm. right. the, almost the pleasure is. It's like a tingle that they they don't relate to anything else, other feeling. Right. And I, I didn't understand it. And then a few years ago, for like two months, my brain started to tingle when people said nice things to me. Mm-hmm. I got this like Whoa. weird tingly feeling, and I was like, this must be what they're talking about. It was like very delightful uh, and then it went away where does the tingle happen it's hard to explain but like in your brain it's like uh 
Like it's a physical feeling? Yeah, it's like somebody is like kind of like doing a little like nails on your on your head brain. Scalp type of thing? Yeah. Like one of those, did you ever use those um, wire things that you can? Mm-hmm. have one. I, I can see it right now. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Those things, even though I've used them hundreds of times, it feels like a new experience each time. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I get this. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did the quality of the person's voice have any effect with it? Like, with the, the your, your hair looks great today. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. uh, yes, the compliments I would get from like Gilbert Gottfried always felt a little less. <laughs> Not quite as relaxing coming from Gilbert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, those those brain things, those head scratch things. Yeah. Um, do you mostly use it on yourself, or do you have someone do it on you? It's a toy, I think. Like, it's just like a, hey, this feels weird. Put it up. Let me, <laughs> it feels better if someone else does it for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like most things. Yeah. Like egg sandwiches always taste better <laughs> if someone else makes <laughs> makes it. And if you make mm-hmm. it, it's like, oh, this is right. a little soapy or something. Right. But if someone else makes it, you're just like, yes. what's on this thing? Eggs and cheese? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who made this? Me. <laughs> Should I get it? Should I get the thing? Sure. Yeah. Let me see if I can do this. <laughs> I have one too. But now, so this is one, one another reason to sell the Patreon. I think Tony's getting something. Oh also. my gosh, this is uh, huge! If you're seeing the video, okay. you know. You know. Okay. Over. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. You know, the headphones. You have one too, Tony. Oh, oh, my God. Mine is oh, rainbow oh, colored. Ooh. So nice. It's getting stuck in my hair. It's stuck in my hair. It hurts. Fully stuck. Oh, no. <laughs> now I got it at like a white elephant party. How were your experiences? Were they nice? Mm-hmm. I think the headphones, like if you're feeling a, a pressure or somewhere else, it changes it. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like if this is the only sensation, then it's then it feels better. Right. Right. But now my my head doesn't really know where to put the. This is so exciting. <laughs> yeah. so I it find is. it I find it very mm-hmm. relaxing to see someone get that done to themselves, or like sometimes this doesn't really happen anymore. Probably for the best, but sometimes you would see someone getting like just a casual massage from somebody. Like you'd be in a group yeah. of people and someone would, <laughs> and, and just watching that would relax me. Mm-hmm. Just seeing mm-hmm. it happen to someone. It would also make me wish it was happening for me, but I would be like, mm-hmm. ah, that's nice. So seeing you guys, Tony less so, cause you looked a little perturbed by yours. But- <laughs> <laughs> I tried yeah. I tried it again and, and it feels better. Yeah. That's nice. for oh, me. There, you go, yeah, there you go. There you go. I'm doing this for it? all of you. Give it a little twist. Give it a twist. Well, twist, twist, and pull. I think is is maybe the yeah. So it, it doesn't oh, just go on the same spot. There you go. Oh. There you go. <laughs> and go on the back of your head, all the way down. Folks, if you're at home, <laughs> grab your little poker out, poke your head around, and you're doing it right along with us. I want to know. Maybe there's oh, three hundred people at home, hopefully doing this. Wouldn't that be a cool like um, connective? Oh, I hope experience? everybody did that. I hope everybody grabbed it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's like an improv. What is it? Improv three sixty five. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. improv everywhere. Yeah, improv everywhere. Yes. Or, or are yes. you talking about the uh, the Every Whole Foods? Improv. The Whole Foods improv store. 
it's only like the worst products. <laughs> the most expensive peaches. <laughs> only the worst initiations. Right. <laughs> only select probiotics. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say when I, like I pride myself on giving really good massages. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? And I think it's because I was a drummer. So like I have really strong hands, but also when I'm, I feel like I'm intuitive, like I can, like I can feel Mm -hmm. like what the person needs, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I also love to get massages. So I have to balance that. But like, I feel like when I give massages, people are always like, what the fuck? (laughs) I can't believe it. How do you find that? You know, when I'm... (laughs) I'm only giving them to like Joanne Worley, but um, uh, yeah. Or when I'm like petting a cat, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. or a dog, mm-hmm. like you, you know, you can kind of intuit like where the cat, yeah. like if they like the ears or under mm-hmm. the chin or whatever. Where some people are just like, have you ever had that kind of massage? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, it's the worst. I have a similar. I had a thing. woman fall asleep on me giving a massage to me. No a paid massage. No. <laughs> I don't do this a lot. I don't get a lot of massages, but it was like a treat to myself, like in between, like, I don't know, like a hard week of shooting or something. And the woman was doing like one of those long strokes and fell asleep on Oh, my me. God. No. You're so good at massages that you relaxed her. <laughs> wow. Did you realize right away or how long was she on you when you like? No, I... <laughs> so it's like the first okay so the first the first time I was like it started to happen and I was like is this bitch fall asleep and then she and so I, then I was like readjust myself and then she would be like you know and do it again slow mm-hmm. oh my god but it's like when you know like you feel the dead weight on you mm-hmm. you're like oh the she's falling and so the third time <laughs> I remembered her name. I don't remember what it is. I'll just say Carla. But I was like, Carla, is this not a good time for you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And she was like, huh? And I was like, I just, it feels like you're falling asleep. (laughs) And she was like, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm doing, you know, a technique. And I was like, I was like, no. I was like, if if it's not a good time for you, I'm fine. I just I don't want you to fall asleep. <laughs> I love your directness. I don't know what I would have. I may have laid there the whole forty minutes, just being like, oh god, with her on top of you. Well, I guess not. But but I like that you're just like, if this isn't a good time, I'll leave. Like I don't know what else you would say, but direct seems like the way to go. It felt like I just felt like it was so. <laughs> It was like a perfect thing because, of course, I don't do this all the time. I splurged on it and I was like treating myself to some self-care and and the person can't even stay awake to give me the self-care. It's like, you know, I was just like, fuck this, you know. It's incredibly unrelaxing to have to turn on your social brain, like your brain that is piecing Um, together how to deal with a problem. That's like the hundred percent. The all you want with the massage is like they've set everything up for me, and I just go in and I turn that part of my brain off. And, and I could fall asleep. Yeah, that would be an okay thing. <laughs> I probably will. I'd like to, but you have to like. It's like you're driving. You have to <laughs> turn that part of the brain on. I'm so annoyed that she lied to you. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because there's nothing more obvious than somebody pretending not to have just been asleep. <laughs> no, uh-uh, no, no, no. Yes, I was listening and I'm awake in class. <laughs> it's so obvious, too. But also we're in like a dark, tented, you know, it's mm-hmm. just like a weird, I mean, everybody sh- would want to fall asleep in there. Well, and it's supposed to be tranquil. So I would be like, uh, even I have to be quiet, raising my discomfort with the person. Yeah. Can't just go, excuse Call me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, folks, welcome. Welcome. I see I have you down here for the full couple spa day uh, that comes with a massage, yeah. a foot soak and scrub, and then just a little bit of time for you to walk around and enjoy whatever you'd like at the at the uh, spa here. Are there graham crackers? There, wow, how did you know? Absolutely. There are graham crackers oh. and tea. Yes, not not quite yet, but in, in one of the rooms there is an assortment of pears and bananas as well as graham crackers and tea and a little bit of trail mix. So good. Are there like um, little bunny slippers? There are. Like little soft little slippers you can put on your feet. You guys are like- right ahead of me. That's actually the first step is I'll ask you to take off your shoes in the corner there and put on Ooh. some slippers. Okay. Um, these ones aren't bunnies actually, but they are... They are just regular, you know, slippers. Um, Question for you. Um, I didn't see a place to book this, but we are actually a thruple. Mm. And I didn't know when it said full couples. So I was like, well, maybe that takes into account alternative thruples. Sure. Is it possible for us to get Trevor out of the car and he could come in? And- <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you for being polite and asking uh, before you did that, but. Yes, you may get him out of the car. and Trevor, they take alternative thruples. <laughs> yes. Come on in. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. You've got good ears, sir. Welcome to the spa. Well, I overheard some of that. I left the car and had my ear pressed gently against the curtain right here. Um, <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Thank you for accepting our lifestyle. Absolutely. We are not judging here. We're simply here to give you a little bit of calm, comfort, and whatever you're looking for. Um, so if you'd like to put on the slippers there, we can go ahead and I can start with a tour of the grounds. Show I know what you're of- thinking. It's emotional with two of us and romantic with another two, like physical. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and then it- two of us never get physical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you're never going to guess. Would you like Which me to guess are? or... Sure. It's up to you, but I, I will say that... Um, it's not uh, what you think. It's not what you think. And no, uh, Alan will all. fly off the handle if you make assumptions mm-hmm. that he feels like I will do that. Okay. Well, then why don't we just keep it calm? I won't make any guesses. Maybe we'll go through with our day and I'll be able to tell as we go. How's that sound? And what's, it, and what's in the spa water? Are there olives? Yes, those are those are olives in the spa water. Absolutely, those are olives. We were doing cucumber water, but we ran out of cucumbers, and olives is all we had on hand. That so, sounds, I, I hey, it's your spa. Uh, you, you're the first one to have let us do this thruple thing. That sounds almost dehydrating in some sort of way. Well, it evens out. It's about fifty 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 olives to water, and okay. um, it's a briny. Mm. It's a briny water, but sure. we find that. Um, you know, we play some ocean sounds and it actually kind of all fits together. Oh. Are those whales I hear? Whale sounds? Those are, are those whale like, sounds, yeah. It's haunting mm. and beautiful and relaxing. That's what it sounds I, like when two of us make love. The two guess. that make love. Okay. You're never going to guess, though. I'm going to guess. Well, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll okay. just keep observing. So everybody's got their slippers on. Why don't you 
follow me back past the desk here into the hall. And <laughs> oh, you guys are adding to the music. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you guys are really ingratiating yourselves. We appreciate that. Luckily, you guys are the only ones here today. So unless anyone else arrives, go ahead. Go ahead and make any sounds, oh, do any you. samples you'd like. And as thank you can see you. here to the left, these are our massage rooms. Uh, right. And the machetes. Mm-hmm. And the machetes hang on the wall. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Full jungle thing. We've left the whales and we're in the jungle here. Mm. Love it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Are those functionally sharp or? They're not. They're just for decor. Uh, they oh, they okay. were at one point, but we've dulled them as to, you know, not have any accidents here. Trevor, mm. you have your sharpener? I do. Would you like them sharpened? I have my whetstone that I've brought uh, with me. I'm going to ask you not to sharpen any knives here at the spa today. We're just going to kind of keep everything smooth and, you know, safe and and calming for you guys. I'm very Mm. calm. I'd I'd be calmer if I knew I could defend myself with these machetes on the wall in case. Yeah, it's the most annoying thing when you're in the middle of a massage and you can't defend yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay. You have to turn on the fight, the flight or Fight or flight brain, yes. part of your brain mm-hmm. that tingles in the front. Which is fine because I, I have my peace on me. Um, so I, I feel all right, mm-hmm. but just, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Well, guys, usually we're well past the tour at this point and we're on okay. to enjoying the spa if you would like right. to enjoy. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep keep walking you further back. This is the group lounge where everybody is welcome to mix and mingle. We just ask that you keep uh, your cell phones in the locker room. And mm-hmm. all the voices at a whisper tone in here, okay? And as you see, there's a little bit of water in the middle of the room projected onto the ceiling. Feels Looking kind of loud. You're right. You're absolutely right. I should be leading by example. Mm-hmm. I should. You're welcome. So in this room, you're kind of bathed in water as if you're underneath mm-hmm. the sea. But of course, you can still breathe. <laughs> so, so wonderful. It is wonderful. It's very relaxing. I can't help but think of what two of us sound like when we make, not love, mm-hmm. it's the physical, the, the two of us to do physical things and we make whale noises. I'm so sorry. I'm shouting. I'm basically screaming in this room. Alan, I'm so sorry. Alan. Trevor. Alan. Trevor. This Trevor, is why, this is why. We're I, doing this. Well, we, I, well, am I, I about to get a clue? I almost clued you in. But let's just say this is why Shoot. something doesn't happen between the two of us that could. Okay. Oh, so I'm thinking of elimination. <laughs> well, but I think that could have been a red herring. I think that you guys could be physical, but you don't have actual intimacy. Am I? I, I hate to distract, but speaking of red herring, does the carpet match the drapes on you, my friend? <laughs> wow, what a <laughs> what an aggressive question. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't want to. I thought maybe boundaries were kind of open here. We're in the group room, which is, I, I assume, where right. kind of the group lovemaking happens. And yes. My pubic hair is the same color as my head hair. Okay. Wow. So, well, you said that in a very crude way, but. Uh, <laughs> I apologize. Wow. I, was trying, very scientific. I was trying to match your directness. I, I think I took it one step too far. I apologize. Well, I. I, I uh, Why we're here today is because we've been having some issues emotionally Mm -hmm. and physically, and we were hoping Mm -hmm. both the relaxation and the sensual experience of the massage could maybe Mm -hmm. bring us Mm -hmm. back to the early days of the relationship. 
Yeah, get rid of any blocks or any places that we might feel stuck. Mm -hmm. That's really beautiful. And I have a great idea for that. Now, as we walk past the massage rooms, you saw there was two beds in there. I was going to wheel in a third bed, but what if we did sort of a a teacher-docent type of experience where one of you Mm. massaged the other two and took turns? I, of course, will lead and teach you how to do it very professionally. And you can follow along, use your own intuition with your partner, learn how you like to be touched, how you don't like to be touched. Could be really good for two of you. Are you the only one here? Did you, (laughs) are all the other masseuses? Yeah, we had a few, we had a few call outs today, unfortunately. Um, I see. Nothing bad. Mm. Nothing, wasn't like everybody got sick here together or anything, but just sort of a few call outs all in the same day. So I am hosting as well as doing the walk arounds and, and available for the massage as well. I'm happy to massage all three of you, but it would speed it up if there was two of us. I'll be a docent. Okay, wonderful. I will receive the massage, and I'm glad to not be a docent because I've been told I'm very unintuitive. You'll never guess who sent that. (laughs) I'm guessing you said that. Is that right? Am I? Okay, yeah, it was me. It wasn't Chrysanthema. Chrysanthema is... Oh, what a beautiful name. Thank you. Yeah. Um, my mother had a slight lisp, and when when she when she said my name, the last consonant fell off, um, and the nurse wrote it down wrong. But she hates the department of you know wherever you change your name, so she just left it chrysanthema. Well, it's beautiful nonetheless. It's beautiful. Thank you so much. If you guys would like to head into the restrooms and put on your robes, put down your personal effects, you may, uh, and I will meet you in the massage room. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. Wonderful. And is it one restroom per group or? Well, we have a men's and women's, but, um, you know, since you guys are the only ones here and you're all part of a thruple, I don't see why we have to do any. Alternative thruple. We're not a thruple. We are an alternative thruple. Excuse me. My apologies. An alternative thruple. Part of what that means, if I may be forward, is that we're never a closed door, if you know what I'm saying. Like we could be an alternative thruple can become an alternative foursome. Right. Wow. I'm floored. Yes. If you're picking up. I'm not sure. I've been told I'm terrible at reading people, but I feel like there's a big electricity happening here between you and all three Mm. of us. Mm. Mm. Uh, Maybe it's just the olive water speaking. I don't know. He picks up. He can pick up on auras. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If he touches you, that goes away. He can't do it if he's touching you. Yes. That intuition leaves mm. immediately. But from far away, he can really feel it. Well, I have been quite enamored with your guys' relationship dynamic. And I guess curious would be the word. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it's so new. I just met you guys and we haven't even started the massage. But um, I'm definitely open. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Scene. Was that a donkey in there at the end? It was, yeah. I think it was a donkey. Uh, It wasn't a seahorse. Uh, (laughs) Seahorse. Smart. (laughs) My niece is four, 
And I had to try to describe oh. to her yesterday what an otter sounds like. And I simply oh. couldn't recreate the sound. Mm. What is an otter sound like? They're kind of squeaky. Uh, oh. um, maybe like if you turned up a chipmunk or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, maybe. But yeah, I, uh, it's, it's for an animal who I watch a lot of videos of, it was hard for me to conjure the sound. You do. You Are watch you- a lot of videos. I love otters? otter. I love otter videos. Yeah, Aww. and, and I have made that known to a few of our friends. So, like, I will get, receive them a lot when um, mm-hmm. when they come into people's feeds. Mm-hmm. What is your in person otter experience? Minimal, but um, yeah. uh, where I'm from in Tucson, there's the uh, desert museum. A museum there called the Arizona Sonora Desert Museum, and it's more of a zoo than a museum uh, and mm. they have all indigenous animals in there like indigenous habitat ryan has gone with me Fantastic. and they have they part of it is they have river a river otter area with also beavers that you can go check out and they are very very cute um so that's m- mostly it i w- i always wish i was in big Sur more looking at otters but i never am mm. what do you like about them i think that they are, in a sense, my spirit animal, like the idea of just floating in the water all day. Um, <laughs> and uh, they they seem very playful, like they're kind of like dogs, but but mm. they get to live in the water, which I like. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, there's there's something kind of anthropomorphized about the way they exist, like little kids, like they still have little hands mm-hmm. that they eat with and stuff. Those they look like my... little like wet boys at a pool party. Like they have like slicked back <laughs> hair and they're like munching on stuff, you know? Little <laughs> wet boys. Yeah, little you wet boys, which I remember being. Me. I'm not obsessed with it. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they remind me of wet boys at a pool party. <laughs> Are you often in the water? Like if if that is that your is that your like scenery of choice, the water? Less than I'd like to be, but yes. That's like if I could uh, my ideal would be to be in a lake all the time. I like a ocean, lake. but you're getting thrown around and it's a little colder. I like uh, mm-hmm. I like the the serenity of a lake. Mm-hmm. And you don't care if you can't touch bottom or. Mm-hmm. I I when I used to go like I could never ski, I could never get up. But uh, uh, when I used to go, what's the other thing called tubing? Mm-hmm. That yeah. moment where you're floating and waiting to get picked up was. Into my adult life, terrifying. That idea of just like being a sitting duck for the first ever lake monster to eat me. I still like, (laughs) (laughs) I still have that irrational fear that something is going to attack me. Scoop you up from the bottom. Yeah, yeah. So I don't love not seeing bottom, but you know, if you get what, me on the what beach, lake, what's your lake? Like, where do you go? Lake Powell is where I grew up, which is on the Arizona Utah border before, mm-hmm. before I moved down to Tucson. And so that's like a very beautiful, huge lake. Uh, and so we went to big bear, Ryan and I, and some other people. And, um, it was very, it's such a small lake. You can like see to the end of it. It's not crisp water. It, and so it's like kind of a disappointing, lake. I'm curious about, Pyramid Lake. Have y'all been there? No. I've driven past it. Yeah. It looks very pretty. Or like small, but like the water looks very clear and blue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Big Bear, it was kind of brown. I didn't want to swim in that water because it felt like it looked like a big puddle almost. Yeah. <laughs> like it looked just kind of murky. Y'all have lake suggestions? <laughs> no? 
No, <laughs> no lake suggestions. I the the lake that was near us growing up was Lake Lanier and Lake Burton, and that's where like there were some folks that uh, were in my parents' choir that had a lake house, and it was clear that they were like had like extra income that they yeah. could have a, a lake house. So that was like a huge deal. We would go there for the, like the choir would have like a weekend and I would get to like ride in a boat and try to do water skiing. And it was like, if it just felt like the way that the rich folks live or something mm-hmm. like that. But I, I always loved it, but it was like, you had to have access. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is a, like, I always had a friend with a boat, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like that we had like boats, but the experience of taking them out was a nightmare because my dad uh, does not communicate well when stressed out. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and it would become this thing where it's like all of a sudden everything you're not good at is highlighted. And like yeah. everything he's mad that he never taught you is highlighted, but he's mad that yeah. you don't know it. <laughs> so like, Where would the info have come from, Dad? Yeah. How would I know that? <laughs> We went, uh, my dad, I think it's similar. Uh, and we were on a, we were in a canoe or something and it was me and him and my friend, Michelle, <laughs> she was in the back. And so I think she was steering, but she knew it was clear that this was not her thing. <laughs> <laughs> and we were going towards the side and it was full. It was like a thorn bush. And my dad was at the front of the canoe and he was just like, Michelle, there's thorns, get me out of here, you gotta get me. She's like in the middle, like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to make this better. We couldn't. Anyway. <laughs> how old were you? <laughs> it must have I met Michelle in sixth grade. We were best friends for like four years right there. Now we're best friends again. Um Yeah, maybe like eighth grade or something. Yeah. It was like a camping trip. Poor Michelle. <laughs> or Michelle. This is the truth. It is tough this to get yelled truth. at by one of your friend's parents. It's oh like, God. oh, I thought I was here for fun. <laughs> <laughs> I got yelled I at. I didn't want to be on this goddamn canoe anyway. <laughs> yeah. You think I wanted to steer this adult around? No way. <laughs> uh, don't mind me. My One of my screens came unplugged, but continue talking. Oh, I know oh, I, oh, I, you oh, might oh. have not even noticed if I hadn't said something. But. <laughs> No, One you of your it. screens? Yes. Yeah, what you, what screens? I have a, I'll, I'll show you once it's plugged in. Oh. Dan's uh, got the full gamer I setup. Have a, I have another screen right here. Okay. Um, that I keep other information. Oh. I, you can literally see, you can see my dog, but I'm also on here Okay. Also. That's all. <laughs> okay. I That's can't a see lot of screens. It is, it is. Um, <laughs> Uh, I feel this immediate need to justify myself as not someone who buys two screens. This was <laughs> my roommate was throwing it out and he was like, do you want it? And I was like, no. And he was like, you could watch TV in your room if you had it. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Oh. So I have it on this little arm and my bed is right here. So I can just turn it and watch from my bed. Amazing. It's incredible. Game I rarely I actually incredible. rarely do it because it hurts my neck to watch TV from bed. I don't know how people do it. I don't either. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It yeah. seems painful. <laughs> it is painful for me specifically. My girlfriend and I have been talking about that feeling of like you're like slumped over in your chair doing computer work or like watching something like that. And and it has felt to us like like slumping over like a shrimp. 
Like it's turning my back mm-hmm. like into like I'm not a walking person anymore almost. I'm just like a little shrimpy uh-huh. fish. And it's not a good feeling. Well, when you have your phone, right? Like normally, like normally in real life, you would be looking up mm-hmm. at where you're going, uh-huh. right? But most but now we're like here. Yeah. So uh-huh. your whole posture changes as opposed to being here. But right. nobody's gonna do keep your hands up. Right. So much work. It's exhausting. And it, it would be humiliating. Like, there, I yeah. think there's so many ways that I am uncomfortable because I don't want to be seen as different. <laughs> or oh, like, wow. yeah, and that's what like, yeah, maybe I could walk around like this. I don't know. But I would be too, I would be so, every room I'd walk into, people would be like, oh, Dan, really cool way you look at your phone. And I, I, <laughs> I don't care what I look like. I've started, I truly started hurting my back by looking at my phone in weird positions. And like, if something like, you know, an email comes in that, you know, oh, this is something I have to worry about. And, my, and immediately my body would tense up. So now I like sit up straight and I try to hold it up. Like, I don't, I don't care what I look like, but I, I don't hurt my back as much <laughs> or my neck. Good yeah. Have you, you felt a change in your like posture or comfortability? Fewer friends. Fewer friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, those were not your friends in the first place. You know what it's I mean? <laughs> yeah. They only wanted me for my posture. I That's guess. right. Your bad posture. i get so many i don't know how much y'all are on tiktok but so much of it now is videos telling you how to make yourself better in different ways but a lot of them are like about how your life is kind of bad because you're on tiktok like in a nutshell you know (laughs) where it's like you stare at your phone too much here's how to fix that like you're mm. you're you have too much anxiety because you're what, get experiencing too much social media. Here's how to fix that, and it's like mm-hmm. the actual fix is the thing telling me the fixes. Get rid mm-hmm. of it, right? <laughs> yeah. Are you that- on your phone right now? Am I? Oh, Watch this. Hear- <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I've never seen a TikTok. That was my thought of what a TikToker would say. <laughs> Are you on your phone right now? Because you're looking at me. Here's uh, why you shouldn't be on here. But isn't that, don't they make money that way? Yeah. How do they make, how do TikTokers earn a living? That's the like weird thing is like they want people to be on their phones viewing this millions of times. But the thing is like, don't look at this. It's like, well, should I, should I not? Am I? Um, yeah. Okay, everyone. Um, so I've, I've put together for the um, going into the 2022 um, fiscal year. Uh, uh, what we could do for McDonald's to kind of look forward and get more eyes on us and, and serve our customer base, as everybody mm-hmm, has been mm-hmm. um, discussing. And uh, my new pitch for McDonald's now and, and the year 2022 is McDonald's. Yeah. Stop coming here. And wow. I think we give people – you remember how Domino's did, hey, we used to suck and now our food's good again? Um. Oh, yeah. Uh, they they, they came back that, and they but... said, hey, uh, we know our pizza used to be bad. Look, we made it better. And they kind of accepted it and admitted it. And I'm wondering with McDonald's if we can kind of do a huh. similar thing. Because at the end of the day, people stop eating here as much. They live yeah. longer. Our clientele will exist for a longer period of time and we'll be in business longer. Does that make they sense? They can start eating here again. Yes. Yes. That's right. Long-sided. Yeah. yeah. What if we did like a $42 menu? So it's like, mm-hmm. here are all the items on the $42 menu. And it's like a kale salad, organically sourced. 
and it's specifically or or we could just do uh oh shit oh shit what we could just do a $42 menu for the stuff that's currently on the dollar menu so people will stop buying it smart love it yeah cuz my first thought with the kale thing was like you know how are we going to do that uh, right, right, right. Uh, but well, we already have the burgers. What if we just jack the price up to forty two and tell people, "Hey, I like that." You know, this oh, is maybe a weird sort of out of left field idea, but I know we've been working on interesting stuff, right? So, what if we have like a critical mother or a critical father at the door, so that when you walk in, okay. they say something about your waistline. You know, they say um, something about how you shouldn't be here. What are you doing to yourself? I can't believe you eat this crap. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So this is at the mm-hmm. door of every McDonald's. We're hiring someone or would you say like an animatronic or like a Chuck Ooh. E. Cheese sort of situation? Yeah. I mean, rude. Yeah. Rude Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, we have those Ronald's sitting on the bench. You know, maybe we put a voice box in them. Make them look like oh. a mom. Oh, yeah, yeah, It'd yeah. Be terrifying. Yeah. It sounds like a mom, though. Or whoever. Maybe it could be Ronald. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I know, Mike, specifically for you, your mom is kind of the one that's calling you and kind of telling you about your lifestyle choices and everything. Yeah. Uh, for me, Did I get she it record for, for this? Sorry? Does she record for this? Your mother? She could. I mean, she would be the best, the absolute best okay. voice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think if we can get your mom in the booth um, ASAP and have her kind of – I think we could almost do like a, one of those funny things Disney does where, where it's live and it's happening. Or like I got roasted for about three hours by Optimus Prime when I took my kids to Universal Studios Hollywood. Uh, oh, wow. Fun, fun. Well, not for me, but I think overall the experience for, for my children was joyful. Uh, yeah. And they saw me pick to pieces and something about the live experience of it they really loved. Huh. What if we did like a subscription service mm-hmm. and in oh, order – to it's like a you know like a twelve ninety nine fee a month, and we get full access to your phone and your voicemails, mm. and we pull a voicemail. So when the people walk in, uh, it plays someone that you know saying something rude to you. Wow! Here's my first instinct. I am on the edge as far as my emotional relationship with people's feelings about me. If I get pushed over, yeah, am I going to McDonald's more or less? And I'm, that's an open question. I'm not sure. Well, maybe there's enough trauma that happens in the in your first interaction that would make you return to later to have to if you're if you're the kind of person that punishes yourself. Hey, man, I haven't been to McDonald's in a while. Did you want to pop in? No, no, I, I can't. Uh, I can't go back in there anymore. <laughs> What do you mean? You're like 86 from McDonald's? I can't go back in there. It's terrifying. Have you seen the new clown? No. W- w- Ronald? Well, it's I saw Donald that. Now. I saw like on Twitter they rebranded. It's Donald? It's Donald now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's Donald McRonald or just Donald McDonald or what's the story? It's Donald McDonald. <laughs> okay. And he looks horrifying. He's really scary and he's mean. And he's personal. Like, I don't know how he knows some of the stuff about me. I signed up for the subscription. You know what I mean? (laughs) And then once I was in the subscription, I was really pot committed. And then, God, just my life started to unravel. I'm sorry. Oh, look. Look at these two dum-dums coming over to this McDonald's. We got too close. He came outside. (laughs) 
That's right. It's me, Ronald McDonald, coming outside. <laughs> oh, my God. This is a new one I haven't seen. This is Ronald McDonald. Okay. Look, I, uh, hey, if you don't mind, I'm just incredibly curious about this whole experience. Even you describe the way you've described it. I got to kind of – I'm also really looking for a McChicken. Good luck. I dare you to supersize something. <laughs> hey, uh, hi, model. Mo- hey, Norm Finkel. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude. Yeah, I know your name. And I know you too, Brad Blinkle. Oh, he knows we have rhyming last names. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is Finkel and Blinkle. We're not going to get thrown off by some some probably like underemployed uh, uh, stage actor. All right. It's okay. It's okay. We're self-confident. Oh, no one's ever called me out like that. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Oh, he's putting the wig on my head. What just happened? <laughs> Oh, no. Do you have to be the new Monald? <laughs> That's the way it works. <laughs> I, I didn't know it was that easy. I didn't know my just my basic existence was enough to no. get you to rethink your life and career. No, sir. You're Monald McDonald now. Oh, my God. Monald's back. His back is straightening up. He's free. Oh, oh that's so much better. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. You're Run. actually gorgeous. Oh, thank you. Wow. Thanks. Yeah, I uh, I stopped eating. I couldn't eat when I was Ronald do- McDonald. Yeah. Uh, well, complimenting people isn't going to make them your friends because at the end of the day, they'll still get to know you and find out that all your compliments just belied an awful personality. Uh, that, I, wait, he was a failed actor, wasn't he? <laughs> oh, my God. You're not even phased by him. This is awesome. No. You know what? We don't need you. We don't need you anymore, McDonald's. Let's go to Subway or somewhere else. All right. All right. Yeah. Why don't you get back into your, uh, what is that? A, a 2005 Corolla? Wow. Yeah. V- well, very prudent. Very prudent car. Thank you. Yes. I have money for a better one, but I don't need one yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. There's nothing there. Let's see. What else? What else? Uh, <laughs> come back. <laughs> you don't have a hold on me anymore, McDonald's. I, your emotional abuse doesn't make me want to eat there any longer. Oh, my God. He's going to make the... Hi, welcome to Subway. Hello. Hi. Hi. God. What can I get for you? Can I first say what a refreshing welcome. Thank you so much. Oh, God. Can you speak louder? You got a real quiet voice. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, yes. Okay. Can I get a foot long uh, chicken bacon ranch? sure about that? Sure about that? You're I right. get a, a mini. <laughs> Well, I'll do a six inch. A six inch probably, you know, for a grown man makes more sense. We've got, we've got the, you want to scoop out the bread though. Okay. Okay. Want to scoop out the bread in the center? You know, you're familiar. Uh, You remind me of, um, of someone. (laughs) Yeah, I'll scoop the bread out. Yeah, that sounds good. When are you going to have kids? Okay, mom. Back off. (laughs) You could have finished your master's degree. That would have helped. It was a pointless one. It was in English. It wouldn't have done anything for me. I it was better to get a job. Oh, and that's what now you're doing nails. Yeah, I'm a cosmetologist. I do nails and hair, and I have plenty of stuff going for me. Listen, just please, please, just make my sandwich. Hey, would you let the boy be? All you do is nag him. It's no wonder he's got no self confidence. Just throw throw it in the toaster and let let him let him go. Thank you, Dad, or whoever you are. Oh, yeah? You want to end up like your dad? A boiled piece of potato on the couch and I have to work at Subway to 
feed? This couch is the only thing that can support me. It's the only thing that brings me any joy in this place. Yeah, I'm going to have to have you airlifted out of here if anything ever happens to you. Is that actually a boiled potato? I, <laughs> Subway is going all out for this. Oh, well, look at you. Look at you, okay? Wow. I suddenly talk back. I talk back to the old man. Well, why don't you try to take me one-on-one right here? You're not stronger than your dad, are you? I'm not going to fight. Don't fight. Please I'm, don't fight. Not again. You. No, I, this is a first. I don't really know either of you. You representing my parents. I'm not going to fight a boiled potato. Is this my failed grandson I hear? <laughs> you failure. I didn't leave LaCroixo at the tender age of five. And risked my family's life for you to become a failure. You are a dead ringer for my grandmother. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll take a mini veggie. None of the heavy veggies. Just lettuce. No salt. And um, I don't know. What else? Uh, Well, let's see. Uh, if I were you, I'd add something on there to give you a little... You know, a little bulk if you're going to do the bigger, faster, stronger, which, by the way, starts tomorrow morning. It's three a days, 5 a.m. What? Yeah. I have to start an aggressive athletics program again? I don't well, want to do this for a sandwich. Nate Armstrong's doing it. I don't really. Welcome to Crunch Fitness. <laughs> We're going to. We got. We got all the equipment you need, and uh, this is my first day here, but I'm really enthusiastic. Awesome. About yeah, place. thank you. I was sent over by Subway to get in shape so I can eat their sandwiches again. Yeah, we got a lot of those clients here. This, all, this Everyone behind me here is all from Subway. Okay, cool. Uh, honestly, you remind me of, like, my high school bully. Can we just, before I sign anything? Hey, you high school bully. <laughs> going to ask, will you be nice to me? But I guess not. <laughs> <sighs> Listen, I don't know if I can follow through with this. Subway isn't even that good. I mean, I'd like to get in shape, but this seems a little overkill. I think you're like going through a lot of steps just to get a meal. Like, I don't know, like Whole Foods 365 or whatever it's called. It's like right across the street from us. But all their ingredients are bad, and it just doesn't taste as good when you prepare it yourself. <laughs> I want one of those delicious mini Subways. Yeah, you had to taste me mini Subway. Okay, how much money do you want? I want all your lunch money, and then I want you to give me 50 on those pull-up bars. 50 pull There's no way I can do 50 pull-ups, man. I'm well, sorry. How much lunch so money hard. do you have? I hey, have. Honey, you said you were going to McDonald's eight hours ago. Where have you been? <laughs> I've been everywhere. I've been through all the trauma of my childhood, and I really... Can we just cook at home tonight? Um, Sure. Yeah, yeah, of course. Barilla, when you want something simple. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what a nice commercial. That really made me feel good. <laughs> that made me feel good. You really get to the heart of things, right? That's right. That's yeah. right. All right, folks. Support for the Man Dog Pod is brought to you by Manscaped. They're the best in below-the-waist grooming, and they're the champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. That's right. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code MANDOG. 
at manscaped.com. Ryan, we've used Manscaped. We have escaped our manhood. Oh, baby. I have absolutely done it. And I'll tell you what, one of the first times I ever didn't cut myself. Not that I'm going too close with these unprofessional shavers, but I figure with the pro one, I'll go for it. Your khakis budget has gone way down. You're no longer <laughs> bleeding through your khakis. That's right. Uh, and you're totally uncut downtown. I mean, imagine, we don't have to, but if you haven't used it yet, imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed, and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. I'm in there four hours a day. Oh, and imagine all the money you're going to save on pants and underwear where you're not cutting right through them on the daily. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Sure, I'll trim it up. I'll keep it looking clean down there. I don't want to be nasty. You know what I mean? But what do you do? It's hard to do. Now you got the product that's made exclusively for it. It's the Manscaped for Man Dog Pod. It's the 4.0. It's got a nice little stand. It's got a stand. Look at that. that. It won't fall down. It won't tip over. It's standing straight up. They've got a bunch of stuff. 4,000K LED spotlight. You can turn that on and off. That was very nice because you don't always get a light from below no, when you're shaving. That's a, that's a, a universal lighting. A DP would faint over something like that. <laughs> that's right. It's. I mean, we're excited about it. Look, there's a lot of questions out there. Are you just promoting this product because the people at Manscaped searched podcast man and came across you the man now, Doc? <laughs> or is it because we have such a bold, hairy listenership? that they knew that the people needed this? Or is it just because they know people need the product and they wanted to get the word out through us? I don't have the answer to that, but I can tell you that you get 20% off and free shipping when you put the code MANDOG in at manscaped.com. That's M-A-N-D-O-G. We're told your balls will thank you. That's right. Oh, did I mention wireless charging? Because I don't know about you, but I got a small little bathroom area. I can't have 50 different wires on there. It's nice that I can set it, forget it, it's really functional. That's that's absolutely great. The one thing I'm doing all the time is plugging, unplugging, replugging wires in my bathroom. I got my electric toothbrush. I got my uh, the thing that squirts water between my teeth. And I got my face shaver. Let's be honest, folks. We don't all want to shave our face with the same thing we shave our balls with. No. I'll be honest. I've done it. I have done it. And no longer will I do it. That's when Ryan was going through his pirate pube beard phase. Mm-hmm. Tough phase. Dude, tough phase, tough phase. But you're back and uh, excited to be using Manscaped. And here is here we're going to lay it out for you. I'm going to lay it out, Ryan. I'm going to be brutally honest. They've sent us the product and they said, hey, mm-hmm. we'll keep advertising with you if your listeners like the product and support it. So let's say you don't want to join our Patreon. That's okay. But you do want to take care of what's going on downstairs. You can support us by buying yourself right. the Lawnmower 4.0, taking care of yourself a little bit, and helping us out. I mean, it's it's win-win. pretty much a giveaway. It's a, we don't benefit from this. This is for you. This is for you. It's almost worse for us if you get this. I can't explain why, but it might be. So go ahead and pick up your Manscaped today at manscaped.com and throw in the code MANDOG for 20% off free shipping, and a beautiful lawnmower 4.0 for the downtown Julie Brown. It's time to make me time the best time and enhance your confidence with some nice, smooth boys. And we're talking balls. <laughs> that was your balls? That's us! <laughs> oh, my God. They speak in unison. <laughs> 
Folks, once again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code MANDOG at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Yeah, baby. Dog. Well, folks, you may know this, you may not, but sometimes we do scenes influenced by, influenced, I guess, by voicemails from our own listeners. If you want to call and leave a 30-second to minute long voicemail, we'll do a scene inspired by it. That's the word I was thinking of. Um, it's 818-465-8656. Leave a voicemail, tell us a true story, and we'll do scenes off of it like we're about to do with this one here. Hi, guys. Um, I'm a big fan of the podcast, sort of a, a new patron, but um, I wanted to tell this story, and I'll try to make it quick. But uh, when I was in college, I got these headaches, so I went to the doctor, and um, he... I guess the best way to describe him was that he was kind of um, curt. You know, he didn't really have a very good bedside manner. Uh, and so I told him about the headaches, and he just goes, he's like, ugh. All right, well, we're going to have to do a concussion test. And I was like, um, oh, okay. So, and I just thought that, like, that meant we were going to schedule some sort of test or, or he was going to give me a I don't know, like, like survey or he was going to get some sort of instrument or something. But uh, he did none of those things. He didn't even give me any warning. He just said, all right, we're going to have to do a concussion test. And then he clapped his hands like really hard and aggressively in front of my eyes. Like his middle fingers were, I don't know, a centimeter from yes. my nose. <laughs> and he just goes, he claps his hands and he goes, how your head? And I was like, um... I like I didn't know what the, I was like his name's Tim and <laughs> my doctor just goes All right. Yeah. And he just like wrote like a little note on his clipboard and he was like, "All right, well, you don't have a concussion." And I was like, "There is no way that that's right." That can't be right. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like after that happened, it felt like like maybe I did have a concussion. Like I was so fucking confused. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's it. So um, I love your podcast. You guys seem very genuinely nice and thoughtful. So thought I would say that as well. Uh, have a good one. Bye. Thank Can I ask you. for a second? What did he say? What did she say after the clap happened? That was blurry for me. I, I that was blurry for me too. Uh, it sounded like he said something through his hands, like intentionally confusing or something. Like, do you know my name or, or something? Oh. Mm, like he muffled himself true? and then she said his name. On purpose. Name's Tim. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, honey, I am. Um... I got you a gift and I, I can't wait for you to open it. So I'm just giving it to you right now. It's, um, it's those little head, head things that like scratch your head and give you a massage. And they can tell if you have any neurological, uh, conditions going on. I got it for a dollar. Thank you. Oh my, wow. Okay. So this is, I love these. I, I, I know them more as just like comfortable head massagers. Mm-hmm. Um, it, are you worried I have a neurological condition? I'm sorry. Most most presents don't just, come with like a medical caveat to them. Why don't you just try it and then we'll talk about if I'm worried about if you have a neurological condition. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That, um, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Is it? 
Um, okay. And I guess we'll get to everybody else's presence uh, in a second. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, sure. All right. So, are you going to do it on me, or do I just do it on myself? Well, you either way. It's sometimes more fun if someone else does it to you. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. Would you like to do it for me? Okay. Here we go. Close your eyes. Okay. I don't want you to know when it's coming. All right. Here we go. Yeah. Scrapey, 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 scrapey. Wow. And I mean, this is... Hold on. I read the instructions to do this. this and like clap. Ow. You're, you're great. You're, I, I'm so glad we got married. Honey. Okay, honey. First of all, whether or not I learned, had a neurological condition should not be the caveat of whether you're glad we got married. Right? I, I, I bring a lot to this relationship. Have I, have I done anything that's upset you recently? No, absolutely okay. not. I listen. I guess I don't want to air out our problems here in front of an entire family here. Oh, um, fine. Go, go go ahead. I, I I'm so I feel like I do have a neurological condition because this is so out of character for you. I, I feel like I, my expectation is all over the place with you now. I told you it feels good if someone else does it to you. I kind of want it done to myself <laughs> and see if I have a problem. But you want me to use this on you? Yes. Yes. So you got me. I'm trying to be calm about this, but you got me a $1 head massager that you wanted me to use on you for my 45th birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Um, no, take your time. No, no. Fine. We're okay. here for you. Yeah. Uh, Happy 45th. Bring- yeah, yeah, yeah. And feel free to uh, feel free to dip into the cake. Dip into the cake here, and um, we'll oh, just okay. go through. It's so fine, because I don't know how long this is going to take. And uh, All right, here we go. Usually the husband goes last, but like, let's try something new. <laughs> okay, well, uh, here we go. I, so now I'm supposed to scratch you and find out if you're – can I ask, and this is for everybody, forgive my ignorance, what exactly is a neurological condition? Is it like your own sanity, or is it your perception of things? Is it like – you, you see, it Uncle, lo- I think you're reading too deep into it. It's just a gift. No, it's know? not just a gift, okay? okay? I feel like I'm being accused of something in front of everyone here, all right? No, she said you were fine. Yeah, but the, the, the implication was that I might not be, right? I, I feel like there's an like the uh, What is a neurological condition? What am I being accused of, I guess, is the question. I don't know. Is paranoia uh, a neurological condition? Um, I mean, I feel paranoid uh, just because I, uh, because my, my lovely partner got me a gift that's supposed to say if I'm, is it that I'm crazy? Is everyone here think I'm crazy? No. Hey, no, no. Okay. We're Can here I to just... celebrate you because we love you. We're right. proud of you for Good. making it as far as you have. What does that mean? Just that you've like done I a lot of life. Like I shouldn't have lived to 45? Yeah. No, you've done a lot of life and you, you know, it's a success. It's awesome. I think I deserve to live to 45 and even longer and even longer with what I have to put up with in the world. All right. With this insanity. You want to open my gift? It's that really tiny one. Okay. The mermaid wrapping paper. Oh, yes. That's okay. Yeah. Sorry. I I thought that was like just a little tchotchke that got left behind. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Just be careful. It's a needle. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. You really wrapped it up here. I just didn't want you to pinch yourself until it was time to prick yourself. Oh, wow. A a needle? Yeah. Uh, So what you'll do for that is you can either use it for sewing or 
you could prick your finger and then I could suck the blood and that way I'll be able to tell if you're my biological son. Well, why, why wouldn't I be? No reason. And <laughs> so my two options are what needles are made for. Yeah. Sewing. <laughs> and the other one is letting my mom taste my blood to find out if I'm her son for real, biologically. Yeah. We That's love what you. It's what it said on TikTok. It's, uh, okay. I'm going to be honest here. I'm feeling a little paranoid right now based on the, the, the series of gift. I am feeling a little paranoid. All right. Okay. No, no, mom, I, I, I don't want to prick my finger and have you suck my finger in front of everybody to get the blood out of it. Okay, I don't have to suck it. You could drip it. I can hold my op- mouth open like a little baby bird. You could just drip it in. That's worse. That is worse. That is unequivocally worse to to like feed it to you like grapes to a to a <laughs> yeah to a queen of Egypt. To a queen. Sure. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not. You want to put it in a tiny cup, like a tiny like a Benadryl style cup, so that you can drink my blood. Yeah, I have to put it in my mouth. Otherwise, the test won't work. I am. I guess it's call it morbid curiosity, call it paranoia, but I do want to see what happens here. I want to know how you could tell. Uh, uh, now, is there something I need to before you even do this? Is there something I should know about my, my own birth? About because a lot of times, maybe fathers would be curious if someone was their biological son, but mothers mm-hmm. would kind of know, right? Normally, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But the, okay, so the, I just wait, I don't remember. You don't remember the day. The day that that morning was very blurry. It was very late. It was a long labor. Uh-huh. They took you away right as you came out, and then I didn't see you for a minute. And then when I woke up, they handed me to you, and I was like, well, I don't fucking think so. <laughs> Not this one. And then, but that, they said we swear this is him. And uncle, you got to remember this was forty five years ago. You don't even know yeah. if hospitals Things were organized were so back then. Different. Yeah. So different. And we gave, and we were living in Alaska at that time. And it was all, you know. And you didn't think until my 45th birthday to try to figure this out to maybe tell well, me earlier on or do a blood test or something. Well, they didn't have the test. This, this simple TikTok test wasn't available. Right. None of these things were, uh, TikTok is new. So yeah. This was supposed to, these weren't. Uh, sure. For me, this was supposed to be a nice birthday. I'm, I retired young. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and this is kind of like my entering out into the world birthday. And now, all right, all right, I'm going to prick my finger. Okay, it looks like mom has chosen the feeding like grapes. <laughs> okay, like let me the get, queen of Sheba. I got a palm leaf here for you. Is that part of it? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, Uncle, I, I feel like... Good. I get I, I get what's going on with you. These are adult gifts. These are gifts for adults. They're kind of boring. They're not a lot of fun, right? You want a fun gift for your forty fifth. Give him a, you have give him your his fun gift. I will. I will. Here you go. It's right. in a yeah, big envelope. I, I still, mom. I'd like to talk later about how you came to the conclusion that you think we're good from a couple drips of blood and just a little taste there. But okay. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, a lovely gift from my niece. Here you go. So this is a large envelope. And don't mm-hmm. open it yet, but inside there is a fun little workbook. <laughs> and it's all about your personality type Ooh, and oh. uh, psychosis levels. And mm. there's some math problems in there to test your <laughs> logical skills. And I took one of these and it was really fun. 
You are all acting like this is unequivocally fun. Rebecca, I got you, I I got you, uh, for when since a kid, I've gotten you the most fun presents of everyone you've done. I've gotten you an etch a sketch. I got broke you right a away. razor they scooter. They broke right away. <laughs> they both broke right away. I don't know that that's my fault, and I'm almost paranoid about them breaking so easily. I bought very high end gifts for you. I got uh, I got you when you got engaged. I got you a five hundred dollar gift certificate to Airbnb to stay anywhere, anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, and now I okay. Fine. Here's the workbook. Thank you. You're welcome. I can't wait. That should be three, four hours of rigorous fill-outs, and then you'll know. Were Who you are some... these guys in the van outside, by the way? Because they don't look like fun party clowns. They don't They're look the like proctors. strippers. Depending on the results of the test, you either get to go to Disneyland because you're a rightful member of the family, or you get locked away. I feel... I feel crazy. I do feel crazy now. Happy birthday, surprise. (laughs) Happy birthday, surprise, you nuts. (laughs) No, yeah. I am surprised. No, that's it. Surprise. (laughs) Happy birthday. (laughs) Surprise. Happy birthday. What's the surprise? I do feel crazy. I do. I don't know what the surprise is. Other well, then than this like- thing doesn't work. Clearly, my <laughs> gift doesn't work. I'm going to go return it. Well, don't maybe leave you need my to clap louder in his face. Is it a louder clap, maybe? I think it was need to be more aggressive. Um, Can I have some more blood? Let me taste it. Yeah, let me try this again on your head. Here, give me your head. Well, you cannot- Come here. What? Well, I'm give being pulled head. in one direction. With- ah, Stop. <laughs> How am I the crazy one? My mom has become a full-on, like, Suspiria troll. Test patient seems <laughs> crazy and I'm is yelling just... at his own family. Don't fill out my own workbook. <laughs> Should I do, I record uh, an ASMR <laughs> Or just do that and say that noise is like yeah. the worst version of of the Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> some people Tony. just some of our listeners just got so relaxed. <laughs> there is something about a skill like that. I don't know. I, I guess we'll call it a skill. That's like, oh, I just found out I'm weirdly good at something. (laughs) It's why I love microphones is just fucking with that. Oh, I can make this sound well. Um, Well, I guess everyone let us know or let Lennon know if you would like. uh, I don't want to offer. I don't want want anybody weighing in on that. (laughs) (laughs) Suspiria ASMR. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. That would be really funny, like a thing for a horror movie, like a weird marketing thing, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. where they like went against type and like, here's all the characters from the movie doing a little ASMR. It does feel like a weird marketing ploy that should have happened by now, like of the right. zeitgeist, mm-hmm. but a few years late mm-hmm. <laughs> and something that people would be like, I don't know why I would say yes to this, but okay. <laughs> When you do, when you do like press for like, um, like a junk, not a junket, but like 
for NBC Universal, when we did our show, we would have like a full day of press and they were doing all their shows across all the networks. And they were going to be doing like the promos that they show at Ad Week at the big, um, they called the upfronts. And you would have to do like everybody does them. Everybody does all the different like elements of it. And then they'll edit it together, like with the Kardashians and like million dollar listing and other like what shows are on E and what shows are on USA. And it was always the most bizarre because they'd be like, okay, just read the copy here. Go. And it's always a dude in like a, <laughs> you know, one of those California hats that's like falling off the back. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, like, yeah. like a troll, <laughs> like a, not a, like a, like a gnome hat or something. <laughs> yeah. And there he, and he's like, okay, and go. And then you just have to be like, experience it now, you know, or whatever. <laughs> but you know that everybody's doing it. And then they also have like a part where everybody has to dance. Like you come in and they, oh, no. there's like, they're like, the camera's going to move really fast right at your face <laughs> and 360 you. So just keep, and then you're going to do this move. The, you know, from the single ladies video, just keep doing that. It's so <laughs> weird. It, NBC has been doing that like, for decades. NBC yeah. has done it, right? They just like gather everyone in their stable, just dance on the stage. Right. Mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. Well, the, mm-hmm. It's like one, one of the things I'm most afraid of as a performer is someone going like, trust me, you look fine. Go ahead. And it's like, <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. They become weird little time capsules. Like one was going around when um, uh, CW started, I think, or maybe, no, it was still WB. Uh, yeah, and yeah. so it was all the shows like unhappily ever after. And, um, <laughs> I can't even, ever would. Uh, yeah. Like all these ones that like are in the back of my brain somewhere. And yeah. it, it was a weird time capsule of seeing everything that was like all of these actors from that time period. And some of them who were like way more successful now. And someone was like, Oh, where did they go? Um, oh my God. so th- uh, that'll be like the time capsule. Uh, the, you'll have, you'll have one for each one you did. But, I don't know if I, yeah, I I've never seen them ever. I'm, yeah. I'm going to send you one. There's one, in, I, I have a song in my head now, Nell Carter singing it for NBC. We yeah. are a family. And like, she's in it. <laughs> B. Arthur, Al. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I'm Give me a break because I'll show mm-hmm. you up. And then like Alf's dancing. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Is Has there, there been another thing like Alf since Alf? Like, is there another <laughs> show centered around a big puppet like that, like on primetime? I don't think so. Mostly just puppets, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Unhappily Ever After, that show I mentioned, is is not like oh. Alf exactly, but there's like, like an bun, imaginary right? puppet in the basement voiced by, um uh, oh my God, why can't I remember his name? Police Academy. Uh, <gasps> Michael, Michael. No. Michael McDonald. The one that became a director. Uh, Bobcat Goldthwait. Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, I don't oh remember that show at all. No, there's a a wild story about it that I learned from the Entourage podcast where um, – <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> um, Kevin Connolly was a child actor, like 16 or 17 at the time, or maybe like 18, 19, 20, whatever. Um, and he and Nikki Cox, who was the other star of that, were dating – and in the shooting of the show, she left him for Bobcat Goldthwaite, who was like 40, 30 years older or something like that. Um, so just a weirdly traumatic thing for this guy as a young actor and I'm sure for her in her own way. Probably everyone but Bobcat. 
<laughs> he wasn't even on set. He was just yeah. in a booth doing lines. Is there a part of you when you're doing those upfront things that, that or, or maybe the first time you ever did it, that's like, okay, this is kind of, I'm living the dream a little bit. Like I'm a part of this thing. Or is it fully like, oh no, is this what this life is? No, I loved it. I loved every second of it. I love like getting, I love having hair and makeup. I love like having someone help me to pick out a dress that looks pretty on me. I don't have to like do it just myself. Uh, I love being important enough that somebody Mm -hmm. wants to take a picture of me or have a reason to do it. Like honestly, (laughs) loved it. Riding around on a golf cart to a to a seamless to get a you know like these this is just your hour of doing photographs I don't know I loved every sec Jessica was like when are we leaving (laughs) she was the opposite like all of that like I mean there it's stressful it's really stressful because you kind of for some of it like you're just reading copy but for a lot of it you have to kind of be on you know because they're doing like quick interviews or I don't know. So, but I, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I just felt grateful to be there, you know, Mm -hmm. to be honest. And at one point we were at the upfronts and um, this was, and we were, there was, it was at the Javits Center and we both had babies and we were both pumping. So it was like hard to be away from our babies and we had to go pump and there was, it's the Javits Center. There's like no, no privacy, right? It's just an open, basically a warehouse that they erect like walls in. <laughs> and so on one side of the stage, there's like thousands of people. And then behind that, there's like a holding room. So like you're, there's like athletes and other people. You're just supposed to sit there and pump. And we were like, this is, is there, a, there's no plug in there. So then we, we finally were like, I guess we'll go in the bathroom, but like the dresses we were wearing were super weird, like not conducive to pumping a formal gown. You know what I mean? (laughs) So then we go into the, just the Javits Center public bathroom and plug our pumps in and we're pumping in front of the mirror and Kim Kardashian walks out and she's like, (laughs) been there. <laughs> and I was like, well, that was worth it. Yeah, <laughs> that <was> absolutely. Worth <laughs> it. That's crazy. It was worth it. Anyway, it's just it's so, it's just surreal. The whole thing is so surreal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not at all how you pictured probably meeting her if you're ever like, I hope I wonder if we'll ever run into yeah. each other at a glamorous <laughs> event. No, and her for her to have like she has no idea who I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm not in her circle of knowledge, I don't think, <laughs> or cultural relevance. So she's just Lynn, like you told me a story once, Lynn. I think you you saw, I think, Kate Blanchett like through a window oh, of a store yes. or something. Yes. And instead of running out to say, you know, I'm a fan or whatever, you're like, no, no, I'll see her on set somewhere. Oh, we'll work together. I Is did. That- okay. So she was <laughs> she was doing a play at BAM and I was walking to my physical therapy appointment (laughs) (laughs) and she was like looking at in the outdoors of a flower shop. And yeah, I, I, I recognized her in a, and I love her. She's like my fave, my fave, like hands down my fave. And so I like a rush of me, like wanting to say something. And then 
I was like, no, I'm going to wait. Because if I meet her now, she'll never remember it. But So I'm going to wait until she has a reason to know who I am. And then our first meeting will be that or whatever. Mm-hmm. It'll be mm-hmm. like, oh, hi, I'm your... I'm your co-star for this scene. Where'd you go, Bernadette? Or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) It hasn't happened yet, but I'm still, still got some, some time in me. Mm -hmm. Good Mm -hmm. for you. I love that. That's a real like self-belief of like, Hey, I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. Yeah. Or I don't want it to be, I don't want this to be (laughs) like, what would I even say? I don't know. Right. Like flowers. (laughs) <laughs> I know you. Well, there's so there's so much that you want to like be communicated in the way you behave where it's like I want you to know that I'm a I'm a performer. Uh mm-hmm. I want you to in some sort of way I, I in my experience it's like I want you to know that I I feel respected and kind of good at it and that mm-hmm. I think we'd get along. And mm-hmm. it is like I it, I come at it from a different angle than you but similarly like feel like if I introduced myself to someone on the street they wouldn't be able to receive all that. Uh, but that's what I want them to know about me. Like, right. I was the, when I met, I did, I think it was the first time I ever met Amy Poehler and I had been performing at UCB for a long time and was doing sort of ASCAT like sporadically, but not, uh, enough that I would have performed with her because I was like the whatever fifth string. So (laughs) just like wait around until there weren't enough people and then jump on when Chris Gathard said, come on. Um, and so I was, I had gone back there, I think to look and see who was there, but it was like, oop, it was the all-star squad. So they didn't need me. And I, so I walked back out and right then Amy came through like the sound booth and saw me and she was like, oh, Hey, uh, bathrooms are that way. And I was like, I was like, oh, um, and I touched her arm, which was very forward. <laughs> she had literally no idea who I was. I touched her arm and I was like, oh, I belong here. <laughs> oh my God. And she was like, okay, well, you know, that's where you should go. I was like, I'm a, I've done, I'm here things. It was just so terrible. It was so terrible. It was so terrible. I don't think she remembers that story, but I'll never forget it. Uh, it's almost the bathrooms the, are over there. <laughs> it's the thing an overconfident, like lunatic fan would almost say the most. <laughs> I, I belong here. Oh, I'm okay. Not it's not oh. at all something to put her at ease. <laughs> I touched her and then it was like, said the most stalkery thing. Like, oh, I'm inside you. <laughs> Well, what do we think, Dan? We're kind of at the end here. Do we want to call it a day? Yeah. Do we want to – let's call it a day, I think, right? Unless you all have a scene off of any of that. Anybody have it? Hey, I'm Amy Poehler. No, I don't. Me either. I feel pretty good. Our four Amys scene. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Where are the restrooms? Do we belong here? (laughs) It's very – um, That's a David Lynchian improv. Love it. Where are the restrooms? <laughs> well, um, in that case, Tony Lennon, thank you for being on the show. Yeah. It was so good to see y'all and talk to y'all and do improv. Um, Tony, is there anything you'd like to plug or anywhere you'd want people to find you? 
Uh, sure, I'm at the Tony Rodrigue on Instagram and Twitter, and I'm on The Simpsons. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of it. Congratulations. The fucking Simpsons. Sometimes I'm on The Late Late Show with James Corden. Yeah, nice. Silly sketches and stuff. Right yeah. on. Um, that's so. That Simpsons thing is so exciting. It's so. It, it's. It must be. It must feel so cool. That's very cool. Did yeah. you grow up watching it? Yeah. 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 So I mean, cool. yeah. I think all, anything. I think anyone in comedy is yeah minimally aware of it for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, like Drew Tarver didn't watch it. I don't think. Like Drew really? doesn't have a lot of association with the Simpsons. Simpsons. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you have anything associated with like your character, like uh, in your home now? Like, have you gotten any memorabilia or anything? I have. Uh, the they sent me um, an Apple Watch with like. Not just for me. They were celebrating 700 episodes. So they were sending, and they included me in it. <laughs> oh. So they sent, So I have a box of, like, Simpsons memorabilia. But also, um, I went to CVS, and I got a magnet of my character. <laughs> ah, that's I awesome. love that. That's I have awesome. it on my fridge now. It's it's much bigger than I thought it would be. I thought it would be, like, a cute little thing, and it's giant. I'm like, yeah, I, I earned this. <laughs> Four dollar magnet. Absolutely, <laughs> that's the like real Hollywood story that you went to buy it at a CVS by yourself. Yeah, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. like the best. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll check that out, Lennon. Uh, anything mm. you'd like to plug or anywhere people can find you? You could just fo- it's just at Lennon Parham on Twitter or Instagram, and then um, I'm starting about to start filming a new HBO Max show called Minx, which is about. Uh, the first erotic magazine for women. Oh, yeah. Um, and I play the sister of the main uh, character, and it stars Ophelia Lovabond, which is the greatest name ever given <laughs> to an a incredible person. incredible name. And also she's phenomenal. And Jake Johnson and uh, Oscar Montoya. Yes, that's right. Jessica mm-hmm. Lowe. So it's going to be um, it's going to be so fun. And uh, we start filming in a couple weeks, so I don't know when it'll come out, but I'm excited. To yeah, again, oh, cool. excited to watch it. Oh, cool. Um, Ryan and I will plug the Patreon again: Patreon.com/slash The Man Now Dog and uh, Big Grande website. We're putting up a lot of new stuff on there going forward, and I think there are still tickets left for our show in Chicago, November 12th and 13th at the Lincoln Lodge. We'll be there with Big Grande. Anything else, Ryan? That feels like all of it. Thanks, Dan. Yes. Well, uh, thanks again, Leonard and Tony, for being here. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.